When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton, as ever. Sidekick, sidekick Josh is by my side. I am. I'm trying to be as far away yeah. from your side as I can because got, you've already mentioned your ill health. I've got a bit of a cold. I apologise if I sound stuffed up and if I cough in the middle of this podcast. We'll forgive you. We should say what wonderful feedback we had from last week's podcast. Yeah, let's blow our own trumpet. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, had people saying week, it was the greatest. I mean, we had a lot of ever. nice. Yeah. No pressure, guys. No today. pressure. Yeah, we, so we had um, uh, Gary Lewin, legendary um, physio, oh, Arsenal, took me out, who was full of great stories, great memories. We, we could have gone for hours. We have I think they'll to. have to be a part too. Yeah, we'll have to have him back. Yeah. That was the voice. You heard Tim Payton is back. First time since what? September, October? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> My agent's been grumbling. Of course. Arsenal Supporters Trust legend. Um, in his own lunchtime. Uh, welcome back, Tim. And we have a new guest, very exciting, um, on for the first time, Toby Moses, who is Deputy Opinion Editor of The Guardian, no less. I am the king of hot takes. <laughs> if I want a hot take, I'm going to come to you from now on. Yes, please. So you have to deal with those really angry people, just generally, who kind of get annoyed about opinion writers in The Guardian, and you're like, you're Owen Jones's, but get furious don't everything Owen Jones yes. says. Um, you're Suzanne Moore's, the, the, you're Jonathan Friedland's. I'm just naming people you probably, you have, you're regularly. See, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Guardian opinion. Yeah, they do seem to um, rub some people out the wrong way on Twitter, it's true. Owen's particular target for yes. the hatred online. Yeah. I like Owen Jones. I met Owen, this is my name drop of the day. Now, Owen Jones, do you ever follow his work? I've met him too. I'm sure you have. Uh, do you speak to him on a daily basis? Um, almost daily. Yeah, I met him at a swanky media do that he probably won't thank me for mentioning. It was at the top of Soho House, and it was quite theatrical and showbiz. And he was there. I think he'd been invited to to, to the same event that I had, and he was very nice. He, he loves hobnobbing with some yeah. lovely celebrities. Hey, why shouldn't he hobnob? Yes, why not? Anyway, welcome, Toby. You quite like a 
uh, oh yeah, but I a mean, showbiz event in your evenings. But that's my actual. That's job. why we usually have to move this podcast around. This nonsense. of course, I'm, but I embrace, I fully embrace my showbiz life, and that is my job. Whereas Owen is a proper, you know, left wing firebrand. So you know, he has to be careful of being, you know, accused when he's not on the picket line. He is at Soho House. <laughs> he's swigging champagne at Soho House. Well, he's a yeah. good champagne socialist. Is there like a no? And what is wrong with that? No, no. I no. take pride no. in being a champagne socialist. Yeah, I like yeah. the champagne most. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. I do both. I absolutely do both. Anyway, welcome, Toby. You are an Arsenal fan. That's why. You, that's mainly why you're here, rather than. Season ticket holder. Season, where do you sit? I sit in the North Lower for the past 25 wow. years. Oh my God, you don't even look old enough. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Long time. What block are you? <laughs> 10. So, oh, we're so close. I'm 12. Oh, we're very close. I'll keep an eye out. Back row of 12, if ever you want to come say hello. I'm a bit further forward, about halfway up. Oh. And I always like... get wet. That's the key. <laughs> no, do you get I wet? don't get wet. Because, yeah, the, there was a game recently after the first sort of five, six rows. There was a game recently where everyone sodden. got wet. Yeah, like, was... even we got wet in, in club level, which I was serious about. I mean, you, know. you got wet in club level? Yeah. There must be a serious wind or something. It was ridiculous. Something. It was the wind. Yeah, it was that windy, rainy night. Yeah, what was, what was that game? It was like Thursday night game, I think. Uh, it must have been Europe, Ren? But, yeah, maybe Ren. That's not what you pay the money for. No. I can't pay money to you be sheltered. Have someone from... there holding an umbrella above well, your head in club. Uh, level. We'll be sending that. Charlie later. George is there. Just <laughs> exactly. That's what we want. And I, I like to um, uh, stereotype all our new guests um, by finding out what they, how, how they felt in the late Wenger era about Arsenal Wenger. How you know pro anti you were? Were you you know Wenger out or were you Arsenal's best or were you a sensible normal person who just you know walked I, down the middle? I thought he probably should have gone after the whole City FA Cup win, yes. but um, it yes. was more in sadness than anger. I'm with you there, yeah, definitely. Good, like it. And I guess now, Tim, I mean, after the... We were all like, happiness and light last week, you know, we were all very optimistic. You even predicted we'd win, I think, didn't you? No. Against, you did. True. Oh, I predicted a draw. Someone predicted a good win. Well, Tim's the one that made the journey to Goodison. Oh, OK. Uh, oh, well, 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 particularly. But my, I think well, there's one question on the agenda for me in this entire podcast, which is what the fuck is going on with the difference between our home and away performances? It is now beyond a joke, isn't it? What, who, so I'm going to each ask you for a theory. What is the explanation for the discrepancy, which I feel... I was looking today at, the, at the, all the leagues, and I, I think we're unique in our unbelievable oh, it, it, contrast. It breaks any yeah. statistical norms. It's unbelievable, it? isn't it? Yeah. Tim, what's your, what is the theory? What's your theory? We'll get into the nitty-gritty of the game, but what's your theory in general about the away-home disparity? The players, the mentality, right. but also the sort of players that we have, which I guess that brings you back to the, me- the mentality of the sort of players that we have. But particularly, I think, in the... In the English game, where an away game, you're kind of there to be roughed up a bit. Mm. I was really close to the pitch at the Everton game. And once they sensed that Arsenal weren't happy and didn't like it and looking a bit, oh, don't tackle me, well, this is hard work, you could sense the crowd getting up for that and Everton getting up for that. And Arsenal kind of just gave yeah. up. It's a fight. It's a mentality. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I agree with Tim points that it was, it was so quick to go, not here we go again. Even Dominic Calvert-Lewin was doing the interviews after the game. Now, with respect, how many Premier League teams are we going to face who don't even have an international striker as their leading frontman? A couple at most. Yeah. And here we had a young kid terrorising our experienced centre-backs. And like winning headers 
you know, shoving them up. And he, he sort of said within the first 10 minutes, he, you know, he, he had the defenders scared. Mm. That interview after the game with Ian Wright was embarrassing where he was saying that, yeah, within 10 minutes he knew he was, he was on top of them and he was just going to push them all over the place and he had fun playing and he knew they were dropping off too deep because they were scared of something. Are you scared of Dominic Calvert-Lewin's pace? I mean, but that shouldn't be a problem for our, our yeah. defenders. Yeah, it was incredible, wasn't it? Do you, but do you have a, an overall thing? Do you agree with him? It's just the players and the mentality? It has that- to be mental because they're yeah. obviously good enough players I mean the question is how has this happened it's obviously late Wenger era drag but it seems astonishing to me that a new manager can't come in and at this point still hasn't managed to shake them out of it there was I had friends who were saying after the Tottenham game we turned a corner you know but if you look at what's happened since that Tottenham away game we've lost at Wren in a pathetic manner and then we've gone to Everton and lost again it's it never seems to change yeah, and and even with those very strong performances, and and I'm not doing the I told you so boy because I all I've done on this podcast is is arguing in the last couple of months to go yeah. I don't think we'll make it because I haven't seen enough from away from home, yeah. and if we replicate what we've done away from home in the first seven months of the season, we're not going to have enough. And I desperately hope I'm wrong. And we're still you mean, you mean to the top four? You mean? Yeah, right. in terms of that's being right. the ambition for this right. season. I don't think we've we've seen enough, and oh. and it's not just Premier League. It, you know, Barca, Borisov away. You know, Ren, as you mentioned, they're Toby away. Mm. I don't know what... Do Just, you... Because you, you're quite positive. You're really positive this season. Do you think well, now about the manager, that we've yeah. got in, in Watford and in Leicester and in, and in Wolves, do you think we're going to get enough points away from home? Well, funny to, you should to say that home? because what I have done is... I, I was going to ask him, I thought it would be too boring. I have actually predicted all the results for the rest of the season for all of our us and all of our rivals... And um, I'll tell you now, and I did it realistically. I didn't, you know, because I saw some people did this a couple of weeks ago and they were literally just like, Arsenal win every game, Tottenham lose every game. You had us level with who? So what I've got, the bad news is, in my predictions, is that Tottenham definitely finished above us, Mm. right? So I think that will... Lump on, guys. But the good news is, is that we do squeeze into the top four on goal difference from Chelsea by my calculation. So I'm not saying, I'm still saying we're not going to win. I've got us drawing a couple of those away games and losing one and winning one. I think we can win one. Right, that's, so I thought I that's fairly realistic. So you think 11 more points is going to be enough? It's going to yeah. go to Burnley away, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to Burnley away, and I think we can yeah. beat Burnley away. Well, I decided to get a ticket for Burnley away today, on the right. basis I think it's going to, it's going to be if you look at, game. But this is all really down to, it's, it's, not, almost, it's not so much down to the fact that I, I think we'll have a, a sudden realisation of how to play away. I think if you look at Chelsea's fixtures, they yeah. are really tough. You know, Man United... Liverpool, Leicester away is tough, you know. And again, I so it's for me it's like Chelsea and Man United, forget Tottenham because I think they'll with their four home fixtures, I think they're I think they're gonna I think that's why fine. I'm so crushed. I, yeah, I really it's felt before this game on Sunday that we were gonna finish above Tottenham this yeah. year. This was it. We were we well, I think if we'd have won, yeah, and but, now it's just I, yeah. I'm crushed. I don't really care about finishing the top four. I'm bored of the Champions League, been a bit of extra money for the club, but I wanna finish above Tottenham. That yeah. is genuinely yeah. what I cared about this season. That would have been incredible. But finishing this off will be an achievement for the manager, won't it? I mean, it's I think an achievement for the manager, but it means more also we're need, not gonna compete. It's and need, financially. It's needed to have more chance of competing next year with the yeah. financials. I Take your point about what does it deliver that much of any difference, but it probably delivers an extra 30, 40 million to spend, which isn't far short of a doubling of the available budget. And, and I think there's a, 
Arsenal going to a really difficult place if it's three years in a row yeah. of Europa League it starts to become like part of the brand and I think that's a real challenge with signing the next level of players and, and the status of where you are and Tim I, I don't know w- would our deal that we have lined up in the kit with Adidas would that be a figure that would move if yes. we're in the Champions League yeah don't be, that 60 million that is spun out at the moment as the new kit deal I'm absolutely convinced that is the deal that Arsenal win the Champions League, win the Premier League, the Eurovision Song Contest and everything else. That's the maximum level of bonuses paid. Right, we've got more that, chance well, of winning well, Euro- Eurovision than we and have that, that was proved, actually. Not many people commented on this, but in our financial figures for this year, which very belatedly came out, here's the other way, our commercial income fell. Now, how does your commercial income fall? It's because mm. playing in the Europa League and the bonuses aren't being paid even under the existing right. contracts. Right. You mitigate that a tiny bit by giving players contracts which pay slightly less if you're not there, but n- not, not as matching. So these new deals are increasingly bonus-driven around Champions League. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. Before we move on from the, from the home away issue though mm. I, I do think I did see something I want to tell oh, you about on. at Goodison though I did see yeah. I did see I had a close up view because I was lucky I was invited by an fan who had a box the foul throw for I the sat, and it wasn't the foul throw but I okay. had to comment on that as well yeah. no I was sitting one row behind the Arsenal dugout because right. I was in a in, a, in with an Everton fan who, yeah. who was there. So literally I could have leant forward and tapped on Aaron Ramsey's shoulder and given him some advice that might be unusual. But I did see a moment of passion from Meza Ozil when he, <laughs> I wouldn't say launched, but when he kind of put into the air... You know, yeah. piece of clothing. Oh yes, um, yes. In the direction he threw of the, ju- the training jacket. He yeah. did throw it. I yeah. was tempted to say, "There goes the big girl's blouse," but Steady. Um, <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? That was a really weird moment. Um, we're, we're watching it back now. Um, Josh, I just wanted to Josh make sure that Boyd. I did see it. Yeah, I did and see he, it. he stands up yeah. to it's launch pathetic, his coat, it? and then he, he, he's obviously trying, I think, to lob it towards Silver. And it yeah, he did because they were having a. To, Emery, and then he sits down like a sort of naughty schoolchild yeah. who's been yeah. poor Mesut. We all ask him to he show was a bit more passion, and then he does, and then we criticise him for showing him the wrong sort of passion. Well, it wasn't Patrick Vieira passion, was it? Really? Come on. Tony, I never really would have. Tony Adams wouldn't have said, "Oh, let me let yeah. me gently lob my puffer jacket in your direction." Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been all right. I wouldn't have minded. It's funny what you're saying, but I wouldn't have minded if he had have had a, fair, a, a decent game. But he was pretty poor, wasn't he? I thought. I mean, no. everyone was terrible. I did right? say to Josh. Beforehand, it would have been better if he'd thrown a bottle of water because that would have at least shown some actual kind of meaning behind it. Yeah, you'd have got a like a match ban or something. If you lob a bottle of water, that's a bit more like a yeah dangerous projectile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Presumably, he hasn't been given any. So actually, credit to Mesut Özil for following the ground health and safety requirements. He's He's only throwing something that wouldn't do any harm if it hit. Totally harmless (laughs) piece of throwing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, credit to it. Maybe it'll be a sock next time. It's only the most creative thing he did all day as well. I'm not sure I can quite work it out, but it feels like a metaphor for the way that he plays. (laughs) It definitely is a metaphor, isn't it? Yeah. And I feel like, I'm so annoying because last week we were very positive again about Mesut and we were all like, oh, you know, he's back, he's playing regularly, you know, he's solved that issue. But then again, you know, it's like, I don't know, he wasn't the only one because the whole team was pretty terrible. Apart from Leno, I would say. Leno was good, wasn't he? Maybe, maybe um, I don't know, mainly Leno. Well, it was but, Leno and Ram- Ramsey when he came on. Ramsey, Ramsey was our right. best player by but, um, a distance. But it was just like, just nothing again, wasn't it? It was just like, it was just really irritating. I don't think you'll see much from Ozil apart from home games against teams that Right, so oh, there's, very a, good. there's a home and away thing with us. Yeah, like, but also, but even more so, I think there's a if it's a scrap, if it's tough, yeah, e- even more accentuated yeah. with him. Yeah. 
the most depressing thing of all of that performance, though, it's the only player, really, I think, that you'd, you'd give any credit to is Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. And to think we're losing him for free in four weeks. I know. So you now, know. are you with... I thought it was... I was annoyed. I mean, I've been totally supportive of, um, of the manager for the whole season. But I do think his team... As I've been saying also as well, his team selections are bonkers a lot of the time. And surely, like, in this game... I know Ramsey was injured a bit, wasn't he? That's why he. That's partly what I think he said why he didn't play him. But he looked absolutely fine coming on for the whole of the second half. And I just think when you played so, when you dominate against, so my 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 approach to the whole home and away situation is now. If I was so I was having a sly word in Unai Emery's ear, I'd be like, why don't you just literally do exactly the same things you do at home away? Yeah. Just pick the same fucking team, the, problem... the same formation, the... and just... Whatever, what, it's not everything else you try isn't working. So for me, like picking Mkhitaryan, for example, who was terrible, um, you know, not picking Ramsey, picking fucking Elneny, you know, with all, with all due respect, which is not picking that unbelievably uncreative midfield. The whole thing was just tedious, I think. Just try... Why not just try it? But you, you think he should... Well, I think, and it's what I was going to say, when, when you've done all your factoring all the results there I think what will decide the top four is how each club gets on in Europe not just whether they win but what injuries they pick up and the impact it has on them undoubtedly because you know you've got these massive games coming and I'm pretty sure that Aaron Ramsey would have started at Everton if we didn't have Napoli coming sure. on the Thursday night and the, the game's coming. And his, the real dilemma for him now, and I went, no, he, he's been, his instructions were get us into the, get us into the Champions League for yeah. what I covered earlier on. And I think early on, he threw his best team. Look at the teams we've played in the Europa League. Really strong teams. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. But I think now his real worry or fear would be to end up coming fifth yeah. and throwing it all at the Europa League and not getting it. Yeah. Do you concentrate on one or the other? But hang on. We must, we've got a much better opportunity of getting the Champions League through the Premier League this season. Well, I think that's probably right until the you know, end of the Everton we've game. Got, we've got some, some, yeah. I think we'll do very well to win the Europa League, given the yeah, teams the, we're going to have to face. Surely a couple, I agree with you, yeah, because the cup to is so much more of a lottery, isn't it? Whereas what mystifies me is, that I take on board what you're saying, but for me, like the fish list is actually quite kind to us, because playing, because we're not playing until Thursday, you know, it's not like you're playing um, Sunday, Tuesday or Wednesday, you're playing Sunday, Thursday and then the following Monday, it's not, I think he could have played, you know, it should didn't need that much rotation, should have played Ramsey. I'd stick up for Emery on this one just because of Ramsey's injury record yeah. and if he'd started Ramsey and Ramsey, Ramsey goes down with a thigh strain after got... half an hour and then he's out for the rest of the season, that could easily happen given his history. And he's carrying something. Yeah. I know, I, 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 know. I, can, I can see why he did it. I just wish oh, I can gone, see why he did it. I just wish we'd gone for it a bit more from the start. It's not even the players you put out, but go for it. You know, we're, we're not yes, going to kind of right, scrape yeah. a one 0 win at Everton. Or, no, so go for it. Play yeah, like this feels it like home, it feels it? like he sets them out mm. to in a different way. Away, it's timid. It's timid, right? Exactly, and that it almost encourages, doesn't it? Like you're right. After five ten minutes, there was so I felt like Everton was like grown, grown in confidence by the way we were being timid. I'm not a sports scientist expert, but there, there is <laughs> something to be said when when people come back and they're on the bench. Something right, we're going to be able to get twenty or thirty minutes out of them. When it's, once again, this season, we've got to a stage where it's half-time and he wants to do substitutions. You're going to get a full 45 minutes out of someone. From, from what I understand, and I spoke to someone about this who is a sports scientist, they're probably in a position where they could start that game. Surely, isn't it better to go the other way? If you're willing to get, get 45 minutes, that means you've got yeah. to think he's going to last to the end of that game. You're going to get 45, 50 minutes out of him. It seemed a slightly strange one to change a team. And with Ozil not being selected... It, you know, I just just looked here. Do you know how many away games Ozil has played in 2019? That was the first, second, second. Yeah, appeared at, appeared at, at Wembley, so <laughs> fairly convenient. Appeared at Tottenham away. 
just hasn't hasn't been used away. So it was a real change of policy. It, it yeah, seemed but it was from, a bit, it was like it was almost. And I think I think in his post match interview, like one of them, whichever whether it was on um, Match of the Day or Sky, I can't remember. But one of them, he kind of seemed to be admitting that he didn't get the balance right. And I think like I felt like he tried to. So picking it over the way was one thing, positive thing. But then he kind of was saying, well, we weren't creative enough. He kind of for me, it was like a bit of a mea culpa, which he rarely does. But like one of the, certainly, I, I felt he was saying I should have been more bolder and I should. I don't feel like it's about simply the players that were out on the pitch because we've played away lots this season with lots of different versions of yeah. this team and it's routinely bad. <laughs> yeah. So it's not... But, yes, El Nene is not a great midfielder and won't be at the club next season, but that's not really the problem. It's the mentality that the players go out with. They don't go out there trying to stamp their authority on the game away from home. They go out there scared. And that's a hangover from two, three seasons of terrible away form. It's not yeah. going to change overnight, but you'd have thought by now Emery would have done something about it. I agree with that, but what I, I, think, I think particularly... I think he's like feels stuck with dealing with that mentality and um, and being bold enough away from home anyway. I mean, they, you know, all other managers. I mean, you know, even Liverpool like played two defensive midfielders, don't they? And, they, and their fans get annoyed. But the difference between them is they've got so many good players and they're just so much more confident that that, that can work for them. Whereas I think for us, right, especially right now. So t- I take on board everything you're saying about the season and, how, and going back years and everything. And obviously, our away form was even worse last season, wasn't mm. it? Under, but I feel like surely now. He should know. He should have a much better idea of what his best team is, and I thought he did up until this moment. And I was surprised and shocked. Even with, and I, I take him on the Ramsey thing, but just like why Mkhitaryan? What you know? What's he done to deserve to come oh, by? I, I, I he, he loves the Wobi. Really good form recently. Been better of late. Boy. He, he had, he he had one again, but he was. I thought he had two or three games where he was looking a good player. I can kind of see why you put play him, and he, and he puts in a shift which is useful away from home. I could see that. It didn't he didn't work. put in much of a shift on. No, he didn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, every, every United fan will tell you that Mkhitaryan is a bit like Ozil, you know, flat, yeah, track, flat track bully. Yeah. That yeah, wasn't sure. his reputation in Germany. I, 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 it's something odd has happened with him since he's come to England, for sure, but that's not necessarily the kind... He's not an Ozil-type player, Mkhitaryan. He wasn't when he was good, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, you may be right, yeah. Um, should we take a break? Let's take more, talk more about this uh, tedious um, home-away <laughs> issue after this break. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. And I should mention that we are sponsored um, for the season as ever by Ladbrokes. And if you download the Ladbrokes app and play 1-2-3, a free game where you have to predict three correct Premier League scores, if you get all three right, you win £100. If you get just one right and get a free £2 bet and two correct for a free £5 bet. Does that make sense? Terms and conditions apply, Tim. Boy, can I just yes. ask, you, you have brought with you your A4 piece, um, piece of paper. Yeah, with my predictions on it. With your predictions. Yeah. Can, we, can I just have a look here? You, yeah. you think we're going to draw two all at Watford. Yeah. That we're going to beat Crystal Palace 3-1 at home. Yeah. You, you think we're going to beat Wolves away? No, that's them beating us. Sorry, I've done it, you know, I've done it. Unclear, I would Sorry. say, with I the one-two. I knew what I was doing. Leicester, we're going to draw. Brighton, we're going to win, and we're going to win at Burnley. Yeah, so I've got us losing at Wolves. Yeah, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a draw at Leicester, which is a bit, you know, but I feel these are possible. But it's a slight... We, need a, we do need an improvement in our rate form. I mean, I'm not denying that. Why, you think I've gone bonkers? No, I don't think you've gone bonkers. I, I'm just... It's, something's got to change. You, yeah. 
I just don't know. So I, my I agree. feeling, I hope. I actually thought in a different way we're going to get 11 more points. So my optimism, I'll tell you where my optimism comes from, is that is essentially what I'm talking about. So I felt there was a spark in Emery for, go, for going, well, we're going to have to, you know, really going to have to sort this away thing out and be more positive and be more, you know. And if he, I think it does come, from, I think if he infuses, the performance at Spurs was great, wasn't it? The second half particularly. I think if he reminds them, they can do it, you know. It's almost like, he needs to instill in them, I feel, a, a positivity about playing away. And, and, and that has to come from his team selection and how he sends them out and how he sets them up and just generally reminding them they don't have to be like they were against... And Everton. we have got players to come back. Yeah. Tony will come back in, Torreira right. will come back in, Zaka, as much as people might criticise him, will come back in. And he his reputation improves with every game it he does, doesn't play. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. I was I mean, thinking just that. That's a good point about injuries, isn't it? Because we haven't got the kind of squad... Those, those are like, that's the spine of our team, mm. in a way. I think particularly missing Torreira. Like, Granduzzi had a brilliant game, didn't he, um, at home, but was kind of a bit... I just felt like him and El Nene just didn't work. And Koscielny. I mean, you go from yeah. Ozil, who hasn't been deemed fit, basically, to play an away game for four months, yeah. was captain. Yeah. I mean, it's it weird. kind of it? shows you that it's all a bit... His like, captain choice it seems to be fairly random. <laughs> I mean, he was like, a bit limited, because that's no Koscielny, yeah. no Ramsey being considered not being right. fit enough yeah. to start. But it still kind of sums it up, doesn't it? So here's a man who's basically been judged by the by his head coach as not strong enough on to play in away yeah. games yeah. and he comes back in and gets captaincy yeah. and was substituted yes fairly <laughs> and through his jacket and through yeah. his jacket yeah were there any positives at all um, that we take from this Toby from the game was there anything that we can cling to part of me thinks that had we drawn it or snuck a win we might have got complacent ahead of the further away games that we have whereas like now we've got the shock in early we realise this isn't in the bag if we're yeah. going to get top four we really are going to have to put out some performance away from home There's no, we can't be complacent going into any of the games we've got left and maybe this is just a little wake up call that's me thinking very positively about it yeah, no, I like that. I like that theory. That is quite good. I mean, I feel I, I think Leno is a positive. I think he's come good generally the last few months, hasn't he? And I think he's good. oh, he's undoubtedly the first choice keeper. Yeah, solid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Despite what we've just said about Ozil, mm. would would you start him on Thursday at home to Napoli? Um, I think I would. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think I would. Home, yeah. Yeah, because I wouldn't play him away against yeah. Watford. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't play him against somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I think so, as long as yeah. Ramsey's available against Watford. Particularly, you know, it could be an entirely different centre midfield against Watford because you've got you'll have Zaka, Torreira, Ramsey. They'll all hopefully be fit for Watford, right. and that's a completely different middle of the park, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, yeah, it'll be. It's, I mean, but you can never predict what his, what his team selection is going to no. be. It's always completely maverick. Isn't it? One thing about Thursday night, Tim, and I, I want to ask him about AST and, and what the news is on that side in the last five months since we saw you. Presumably, Napoli, we think, will be fairly full in the stadium because we've still had a problem this year with loads of seats being empty and I know you mentioned to me earlier like Tottenham obviously got this new stadium which has largely been incredibly well received they seem to be announcing the actual attendance yeah one thing that is (laughs) apparently is their policy which is going to be interesting going forward is they will give the real attendance yeah not the made up well it's not made up it's number of tickets that were sold right not the number that showed that Arsenal yeah, which well, I think that's a good. Do, which we did yeah. use. We did use to do. Thing, yeah. Then we swapped <laughs> to giving the 
um, number of seats sold. Then they, do you remember they always used to give the crowd out? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and they I, stopped doing that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ivan Kazidis stopped in yeah. and ordered them not to do it because he said everybody was laughing at him because they, like re- they would read out like 59,700 and there were clearly 10,000 missing and people were booing or you don't know what you're doing, you know, if you can't even add up. I actually, you know, <laughs> there is a lot of people say to me, oh, why do you care about this? There's one simple reason. I mean, if you publish the genuine attendance, and so, in effect, you're acknowledging that big no-show, even if it's tickets sold. It just drives the debate about what you do about yeah. it a bit more. Yeah. It's also and what is maybe more interesting, and it is, it's not a uh, here blame Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal built a stadium, and did really, you know, did well at the time. Things have moved on, but that new Spurs stadium is just leaps and bounds ahead. It's cost a lot, mm. um, and they need to take. Have you like, been there? Have you get, did you get a tour? Did you get? A, did you get a I've done that. I wonder. I wondered what pint. club level people are, you know, are, are doing with your compare Furious. and contrast. Of, you know, you must be. You know, yeah. have you, you know, renewed yet for next year? Do you know what? For, I need to renew this week. I haven't renewed yet purely because this is very tedious. But normally they have this like. Um, why you can pay monthly? This, this you can, pay, and they've and they've stopped it. The shift, for some reason. I think they've fallen out with whoever was financing. So I have to pay for the whole fucking thing. I wonder there. if there's an issue with the company because I, yeah. I know I think there is because even. Yeah. Zebra Finance, I'm naming them. Yes, yeah, yeah. someone. If, uh, late, yeah. I think so, they do Leighton Orient as well, and my class, friends were telling me that. Yeah, that's, that's gone from every club. All the big clubs were using Zebra right, Finance, yeah. and that's gone. And now so there's no option, so you have to pay for the whole thing in one that, lump sum. Oh, I was hoping they. It's fucking expensive. Yeah, I'm telling you, Toby. It's going to cost for next season when we don't know what competition we're going to be in. They already set the price. They've announced that club level, level is, is, um, is the same amount of extraordinary, really expensive high expensive amount of money, um, that, but it's at least. it's it's stays the same as it has been for the last couple of years but oh. it's still fucking I, mean, I, I haven't had a season ticket renewal have we, we been no, no I think they do club level them, first we don't get them until like yeah. until they know which competition yeah. we're in I did get a phone call not that long ago asking if I'd like a club level season ticket oh yeah they're, they're I think they had misguised ideas about my um, yeah, there's a certain amount. And they've also built a whole new row. There's, um, a, there's quite a lot of availability yeah, so in there. More, there's more, there's more they'll always, more they'll, always, they'll always do it. But where, where, we got, where there's a few things happening at Spurs that we need to keep up with, because they thought about this, they built the stadium with some rail seats yeah. so that there's more choice to oh, yeah. stand or sit yeah. and create better atmosphere. They've clearly thought about creating a good atmosphere yeah. for the team. Yeah. And you hear... Emery coming out and saying the crowd is so important, Wenger would say it. So if they are, you should do everything you can. Arsenal have got to try and do it. They should make the catering better. They should think about yeah, catering fill, you know, having all the seats full, yeah. atmosphere, everything. I think yeah. Arsenal need to put more effort into making yeah, totally. you know, into, buck the, in, in, into yeah. bucking their ideas up. And having competition up the road might, yeah, might help with that. that. The, the, I thought the atmosphere in the, the last home game was really good. I think you know it was not- I thought it was notably I think generally the atmosphere i mean it's all to do with how we're playing, I suppose partly, but I think if we're if we're comp- if playing well and we you know it's good atmosphere at night at evening games as well it's definitely been better this season yeah it's definitely been better this season in general yeah um, generally because the manager has not been the same mm. divisive issue that yeah. you yeah I remember last year we talked about it before yeah, in here painful, that yeah. the physical fights you'd see in, yeah. in the stands one thing though Tim presumably in that we've got the whole middle ring of hospitality also club level. And a lot of that is foreign supporters or businesses who might just as easily go, well, what's the new option? You know, what's the new hospitality option in London to take my clients to football? We're going to lose business, presumably, to the fact oh, that I mean, now it, Tottenham have It's it. tougher and tougher. And, you know, Arsenal thought the USP that was going to make all the difference was that, you all remember, the delivery of the Emirates Stadium. 
mean, might, no, no one else was near. Mm. And, you know, and they've actually, it is unfortunate kind of what's happened. The TV market's gone mad, so gate receipt matters a lot else. But now you look, look what else you've got, both around the country, but, you know, up the road at Spurs, you've got West Ham in the Olympic Stadium, you've got so much more competition for kind of good hospitality and good stadium. And the, the, the stadium advantage has been, has been largely eroded. Spurs go past Arsenal in income terms this year for the first time ever. So for the first time ever, Spurs' income will be greater than, than Arsenal oh, Jesus. Um, by quite some way, actually, in the, in the season that we're, that we're currently in. And that new stadium... Is that because of the known Champions League? That's basically that's right. what Champions League does. Okay, yeah, right. so you, you'll, right. you'll, you'll get that. But actually, even before, we had enough of a cushion mm. on other factors, but, you know, because of their... Yeah. And they will make more money from their stadium than we will... Partly just because of the way they built it, with you know the pricing and the options you've got, but they'll be playing NFL games there as well. Mm. One of the things that was is so clear from looking at the way the Tottenham are selling their stadium is their desire to get the fans in the stadium much earlier before kickoff. You know that huge bar that they've got with drink offers from I think three hours before the game. They're opening the stadium. Well, remember earlier. they make all the money. They make there are two or three reasons for that. One is they're in an absolute hellhole transport wise, and that is going to be the massive Achilles heel of that yeah. stadium. And there are already there videos put, of them. Put, the nightmare I mean, you know, back. I was telling my yeah. Spurs mates that are going tonight, you know, take a packed lunch, you know, for the yeah. queue to the station at the end because it's chuck. They've done nothing to the transport capacity, but stuck an extra twenty five thousand yeah. in, which is one of the reasons for the improved bars and catering. They're hoping people will turn up earlier and stay, and stay after. But the other thing is, is, is that they're going to keep all the revenues from their catering, whereas a, and again. And it was a different approach, but we sold it all to Delaware North. Yeah. So basically, all the revenue that is taken at Arsenal, I think we might get 10% of the profit or something. In effect, we don't make so any money. So there's much less incentive to improve it, presumably. When's that deal end, or do we just sign a new deal? I know, it's got about two or three more years. Oh, but the other problem... And they don't pay the living wage. The, the, no, yeah. The, yeah, the, right. the, other prob- the other problem, and this is something that they got right in their stadium because they'd learn, is actually there's some... well. Boyd will tell you there's some great catering in club level and choice of restaurants and bars and different options but in general you can't even get into it so no. I, I might I could see myself using that three or four times in a season like when my dad comes along or we want to do yeah. something a bit but I haven't even got the option they can't sell it to me and in the general they haven't got the space well, the, 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 ki- the kitchen area and the serving yeah. area is actually really small <laughs> well also the problem with the catering club level fascinating this is Toby um, is that um, you get the really posh stuff places which, as you, which are like that as you say but then the rest of it is fairly bog standard so my my you know ridiculously thick veggie burger is barely edible you know in that, 14 quid yeah, it's literally 1250 <laughs> for a fucking veggie burger and fries. Maybe yeah. not even the fries. And it's not very nice. It's not great. in some of those restaurants. Yeah. But they're, and they're, and they're nice. But yeah. yeah, but you're paying a huge amount of money for them. Yeah. It's like, you know, 90 quid you or something. You prefer your... Uh... But you'd think restaurants but, around the ground. But it looks to me, I mean, I'm not, you know, the, 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 it is annoying me that everyone's saying Tottenham is now the best stadium in the world. Like everyone's done a survey, you know, of every single stadium around the world. It still looks like a toilet bowl from above. It still looks forget. like a toilet bowl, thank you. It does. And did you see the footage? And you can't get to it. I've always, I was really surprised when they got permission to do the expansion that there wasn't something said about the transport because I'm astonished Incredible. that they let them in increase that stadium by nearly double and the transport to Tours has always been awful and I kind of only imagine it's going to be a complete oh, nightmare yeah. if it's 5,000. Have you seen the, fi- the footage of that bar? So the longest bar in Europe, it was hellhole. It looked like absolutely hell. It was packed. 
No, you couldn't get anywhere near the bar. And it was, by the way, it was like it was like what Jon Snow said about that Brexit rally. It was like so many white men. I've never seen anything like it. But that's why, I, I mean, they're going to try and get fans in there for three hours before kickoff. But Arsenal tried to do that when we moved to the Emirates right. too. And qu- people quickly go, well, I'd rather be at the pub, actually. Yeah, exactly. It depends partly whether there are pubs to be at an option. But I'll take your point. One thing about the bar that's quite entertaining, because Spurs that's not very bright, are they? And they'd, You know they'd all seen they got that pint pouring thing have you Bottom, seen it yeah, really of course. so they were all pushing to see yeah. how it worked Morons, if you yeah. push it it, yeah. it opens of up course, yeah. they were all yeah. pouring the pints yeah, over yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. because they didn't really think about yeah. it the no. greatest single achievement of the Spurs Stadium is the bottom filling pint yeah apparently Arsenal do have a very basic offer to try and get people in the stadium beforehand don't they it's like buying a, a pint for pint. a tenner or something I think it's, maybe, cheap, I think it's not a ten I don't know I think, it, I think it's less but um the other thing I was going to there before, we go moving on um, from, from Toby so the other thing I'd like to ask new guests is your general feeling about how the season's gone about Emery in general what's your feeling about Emery how, are, you, are you pro against are you giving him time do you think you know I think you've got to give him a, a kind of free season and he certainly even if he finishes fifth I feel like he's that'll be a kind of par season yeah. so you give him next year because this squad is still very much Wenger's but I would have been a lot more positive about it a week ago than I am <laughs> right now if he comes out of it and we're in fourth, that is a very good season. If he, yeah. if he comes out of it, we're in fifth, we'll have seen an improvement, definitely. We've already matched the points title. You've got to give him a year and a summer to try and add to this squad and see what he can do. I'm, it's, it's odd, I still don't quite know how he wants us to play. The kind of over-reliance on Kolasinac, cutting back from the left is weird and transparent yeah. and two-dimensional. <laughs> I'm just not quite sure what kind of manager he is. And that was, as soon as he got announced, I think everyone was saying, well, we were expecting Arteta for a bit or Allegri and then suddenly we had Emery and no one was quite sure what he was. And after a year of watching him, I'm still not quite sure what kind of football he wants us to Mm. play. He doesn't strike me as all the talk about him being a man that changed his tactics for every game to suit the opposition. If he is changing his tactics every game to suit the opposition, I'm not sure he's a tactical genius. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to give him next season, see what happens. Mm. But I think we're going to have to get used to living in a world where we're a club that changes manager every few years. Really? Oh, interesting. I don't Do think, think that's Emery's it? not going to last 10 years. If he, I'm not he, 10. I think he could last three or four. four. If, he, if he does well with us next year, yeah. a bigger club in Spain will most likely come oh I see right from that point of view I'm not sure there's only two clubs in Spain I think that could pay anything like what he's getting at Arsenal and I'm not sure actually he'd he'd go into them but I do agree with your point that you know Arsenal are going to go back to the norm which is manager every two or three years Mm. which is the the situation and he was given what a three year contract but with a two year break because they kind of so they can get rid of him at the end of next year. And he should get that second year, kind of whatever. And he's oh, done gotcha. enough to show totally. you've got to let him run through. But I'd agree with everything Toby said. It's still a bit of an unknown quantity, really. And you probably need to see how he copes for the next few weeks and a transfer window and then really judge. You know, next year, I think we'll decide whether, like you say, they just cut it at the end of the two years or he sort of heads towards the fourth year. Mm. And it bears, I, can't, can't, I can't read it at the moment. Yeah, It's worth looking at the first season of... Even Guardiola, who spent all that money, right. his first season at City wasn't a roaring success. Klopp at Liverpool, I mean, people thought he was a mass. People were saying he was a flop after that first season at Liverpool. So you've got to give Emery a year, see what happens. Mm. Um, I'm certainly not writing him off. I'm and I feel not- also, I agree with that, but I also feel he's got like such a weird squad of you know that men- particularly mentally, you know, I feel like they're so fragile that that's that's quite unique for a new manager to deal with. I think it's, we've got so many, particularly the old timers, you know. I feel like when he really stamps, you know, you can see that maybe Torreira and Guendouzi was always the future of the midfield with maybe Xhaka, you know, I don't know. But for things like that, I feel like 
when he buys a few more players, we'll see more. Yeah, exactly. Like what he what he has in mind. Whereas to me at the moment, he's just been kind of pragmatic. And Ozil symbolises that. What he does with Ozil this summer is going to dictate what we yeah. think about oh, Emery. I think I'm not what happens with him because he doesn't seem to fit with what Emery's trying to do whatever that is he's not an easy person to shift and now he's kind of reintegrating him back in the team but if he doesn't deal with that right it's not going to end well for Emery at Arsenal and it's going to hang over him for the rest of his career because of what happened with him at Neymar, with a Neymar at PSG so he's that's a big thing for him to deal with this mm, summer yeah. right and I think he'll go do you? I think he has to. But to what kind of, who will go? Well, I think even if Arsenal have to take a financial hit to get rid of him and give him to someone, pay something. You can't have that kind of uncertainty. You can't have that wage being paid in your dressing room when the manager's not happy of it and attitude that we've seen. And, you know, he went after him correctly, I think, which was partly yeah. about sending... I think it was as much about sending a message to the other 15 as it was about the message for Ozil. But I think that, you know, I actually think, you know, I would say, you know, if you enjoy watching Mez Ozil, then, you know, watch carefully because I don't think there's long left. <laughs> I don't know, it feels like only a week ago we were sitting here the night after we played yeah. Newcastle where Mez Ozil would be handed the man of the match. Mez- I don't Emery, think- for the first time, have been really positive about him after the game. And you wonder that if... He is in the starting lineup on Thursday. Yeah, I've got a mini theory. To be. I've got a mini theory, which is I think he will stay because I think my, my mini theory is I don't think he gives a shit like about that much, as much as we might think about his about being, you know, in playing every week and all of that. I think he's kind but of I'll, I'll still know that, that. And I, I mean, and you just cannot afford to have someone. In a club like Arsenal, I think, if you've got the ambitions and the position that you want, who is just there because he's happy to be there, I think it's such a dangerous thing to carry into what do you next do with, season. What do you do, though? Is he going to do a Jack Rodwell? I don't know whether you've seen the Sunderland documentary, <laughs> well, but is he just going to sit there and say, well, I'm collecting my wages? Behind the scenes, they lean into his agents, they lean into other clubs, and they te- say, you're not going to get the games go somewhere else that's what I think they'll do I think they'll really grasp it early and quick really? and all the ground has been know. laid he's not got an international future he's got no. if he, if yeah, he right. wanted yeah. to just sit there and collect his oh, wage he he's, you're right. he's he got can, nothing uh, and I don't, that's my theory I don't uh, think he'll give I, I don't think he'll sit like I think he won't care that much about doing something and we'll similar still play to him in the I think we're writing this all off way too early I think, in what yeah. sense do you think what well he's, he's been played a part in an, enough games this season where he has some sort of future and, and it's, there's been some glimmers of hope there, there was a very good performance only a week ago we've all sat here and gone well we think he's going to be in the first 11 in our most important oh, game right. of the season on Thursday so I, I can't help but think that he has got some kind of future whether it's as much game time as he thinks but I, I don't I, I don't know if we well, are going to take a hit yeah, I'm, I'm with you yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to take such but a financial you, hit after one, after one year of Emery can you have a player who's your most expensive player not being an automatic first choice on the first. I think we've stumbled into that situation. <laughs> if he wasn't in a squad, then it's a real problem. But yeah. there's no question that he's deserved a place in the squad at every yeah. point, and it might be he only starts twenty twenty yeah. something yeah. games. He stays, player power wins, and Arsenal aren't in control of that club. When we talk about a mentality problem, having your top earner not that's, starting that's every my game point. is at the root of something that's like that. That's why it has to go. It has to be cleared out because it just is at the root of so many of these Hang on, Alexis Sanchez isn't starting every game at Manchester United at the moment. What happens there? I don't know. Well, swap back? Yeah, I think it's more common, isn't it? Than, than, I mean, I know Arsenal are the worst at this, with dealing with yeah, this it's, it's, it's not great. But I, don't, I know it's not ideal, but I, I still feel... I mean, I'm, I'm basing this on the last few weeks, so we'll see what happens the rest of the season. But 
I don't know. I feel like I, if we could, if it's not going to stop us spending money on on getting some other new players, then I, well, that it kind if of it does, does particularly okay. in the medium well, if it term. Does. Where I would, you know, if I could hedge my bets or, or rope a tiny bit on that, they got a huge challenge anyway because. Aaron Ramsey is going and replacing yeah. it, his quality and what he does right. uses up almost what's, what is there in a transfer budget. So, they, I mean, they've got a lot to grapple with. Yeah. But that's where, you know, you've got having let... And there is no way when, when Emery took Ozil on that kind of six weeks, that's totally done with the sanction from above. It's absolutely oh, sure, done yeah, with sure, Snelly sure. and the others say, yeah. ag- agreeing it. And I would just be really surprised. Like Toby said... You, really weird to start another season with your player on 350k a week knowing that you're not going to play him in the big away games that's just really like well he did play him in this big away game though is that, so, so I feel, you know, there is a slight turnaround I'm not you know, sadly he didn't play I mean the whole team was shit but you could say that actually it's, he's turning it around he ha, you know for me like, it has worked up until what, the other team as Mesut turned up he's going to play him in every away game the fine one, yeah. there were moments where it really felt like he's being left out in you know, game after game doesn't quite feel like that now. It's, you no, know, it's it been more, like, yeah. more games, like more minutes yeah. on the pitch. Oh, no, no, no. I think there's a combination. But partly, you, if you're going to try and move someone on, you've got to play them in a few games. Yes, completely. Are you looking forward to Thursday night? You've got a pre- pre-match dinner arranged, boys? No, I think, no. Wow. Dance away, dance away. He organised all the pre-match dinners, yeah. So I'm too lazy to do that, um, frankly. And also, I'll be at work and I'll have to rush from work to... Is that 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock, but it still, you know, it still takes me quite a lot of time. still 7.30, boys? You know, Thursday night, press night as well. It's a great night. Oh, and I'm, it's, it's, I'm excited. It's sort of like Champions League football yeah, in Europa exactly. League, isn't it? Yeah, and that's where, why I say it will decide our season because it's right. if you get past Napoli, you got Valencia, yeah. who came out of the Champions League, and then probably Chelsea. Yeah. So suddenly, from being like the Farmers' Cup, <laughs> it's got some incredible football to come if and we're going to make new, it. It's a new team. It's a team that I've not seen us play. Yeah, ten yeah, times I'm excited. And lose yeah. too heavily recently. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. us play Napoli. So well, let's let's get our predictions sorted out. Um, Tim, what's going to happen? I think Arsenal will win 2-1, but that one they let in is mm. going to ultimately yeah. see us Painful. go out. Toby? I was going to say 2-1, but since you've said that, I'm going to have to go 3-1. <laughs> and then we'll lose 2-0 away from home and go out. Oh, OK. I like a double prediction. They, um, they've run into a bit of difficult form, haven't they? I mean, yeah. They sort of lost, yeah, they lost to Empoli and drew home to Genoa, and they're like... 20 points behind but, Juventus in the league. But they is, don't need you know, it like dominated. we need it. Now, whether that will show up or not, and this is one of the interesting well, cruising into permutations the on your table there, yeah. which is if we're not going to make the top four, we really, really want Chelsea to make the top four so that if we do meet Chelsea over there, they've all, they're yes. all on the beach and they're already yes. finished. Yeah, right. Because yeah. there yeah. um, and all of that. And actually both... Napoli and Valencia are going to make Champions League I think anyway aren't they in their leagues yeah, Napoli are 12 points clear of 5th yeah. so. that's a good that's a good point yeah. I think we're going to um, I think we're going to win 1-0 our home form has been yeah. extraordinarily good clean sheet yeah I, I know it's been you're optimistic. Yeah. I know I know <laughs> We have had one clean sheet recently, haven't we? At home, we had a clean sheet. Oh, at home, yeah, 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 yeah. it does occasionally yeah, happen at home. Yeah. Well, away from home, we have, we're the only Premier yeah, yeah, League yeah, team without a clean sheet. Even yes. Huddersfield have got yes. two. I'm going to go with you, one nil like to it. the Arsenal. And then we also have to pick Watford v Arsenal. Another tricky away fixture. Watford on a high, massive from high. their um, FA Cup semi-final triumph. 
absolutely terrified about this one. And we, we got beat there last year. I went to, I'm, oh, I'm God, going yeah, again this week, but I remember last year was a, a pretty disappointing one. My, my official prediction in my, when I'm working out was two all for this one. I would love optimistic. to beat them because I find Troy Deeney so objectionable. And I thought his <laughs> reaction to the Jimenez mask incident on the weekend was ah. ridiculous. And then last season, the whole Coney's thing, he's just, he's did got such see, a chip on his shoulder. So I would see, love to beat them. Did you see his video where he, I think it was to be in sports after the semi-final, which has gone around everywhere on Twitter, where he was talking. It was quite emotive, really, about when he was only 12 years ago paying £10 a week to play football. Yeah. And now he's going to be playing in the FA Cup yeah. final. He's weird, Troy Dini. I interviewed Troy Dini. He's, he, he's for quite... GQ. Yeah, that? and he, um, you know, he doesn't he has no interest in football outside of playing for Watford whatsoever. He did. He, he absolutely made a point of the fact he was not. I interviewed him before the World Cup, and he was, he went on holiday and totally ignored the World Cup, which I find I do find weird. I don't read a lot of other newspapers when I'm on holiday. So <laughs> yeah, but that's different. That's fair enough. Yeah. No, um, so, fun. what's your prediction for Watford away? I'll lose two one. Okay, Tim. I agree with you. A draw. I think it'd be one all. Okay. And You'd almost take a draw now, which is such an indictment of our away form. Yeah, I'll definitely take a draw. I take a draw. I take take one all. But okay. I'm, I've seen uh, maybe it's I'm cursed. I just haven't seen very much. And whenever I seem to go to away games at the moment, it's you know slightly inevitable. But we'll go one all, which leaves us in a position where we I think like you say we'd have to go and at least clearly win one of the two you know yeah. home games yeah. away games after that and take six out of six at home and hope it's enough but it might not be I, you, I, you Palace, on your Palace is going to be really tough at home this is too much concentrating on the away games <laughs> okay. Boyd has got on, uh, on this um, I would say spreadsheet but it's actually a Microsoft Word document by the look of it yeah. you've got Chelsea drawing with Leicester on the final day and yeah. that's what's going to take us th- yeah I don't yeah. like the sound of that Sunday. That does not sound fun. That oh, it's, going be, it's going to be not fun. It's going to be fucking stressful. Yeah, and that's all going to that comes down to goal difference. By the way, I'll skip, I've worked for, in my bank account. We have two more goals than. Chelsea. Oh, I'd rather we lost all the away games. I didn't have to deal with the stress. I think. So I think it's really important. But no, I know we, we should have finished by now. But I have to say, it's really important that we score goals against the likes of Brighton at home and Palace. You're right. I know that is a bigger challenge, but I do think we can beat Palace. So I'm kind of I've got to speak Brighton three 0 at home is a key issue. Anyway, let's hope you can go right, on about up. this all night. Toby, thanks so much for coming. You've been you've been a joy. Thanks Do you ever get to write about Arsenal for the Guardian, or is that banned? Whenever something bad happens, they wheel me out okay. to write for the sports section. So uh, last okay. season was a big year for me with Wenger going. There was a lot of uh, okay. kind of right. oh, this is so awful. Nice. Same like now, like Wilshire's gone and Chesney and sort of the bad boys. There's less to write about. There is definitely less to write about. It's a shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other topics can you write? Can you write about Delaware North not paying the? Living wage. Delaware North, bane like of that. my life. We've had pieces on that. Oh, yeah, I've seen lots of stuff on that. Yeah, the, the, the living and wage. Arsenal's, I suppose playing the living wage, you know. I, I don't know, but oh, okay. because the club's employing them, it'll be different. The, the, the reason that Arsenal trot out for not being Delaware able to do North, anything yeah. is because it's a contract. Yes, yeah. outrageous. Thanks, Tim, as ever. And thank you, Josh. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Bye. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.